This week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I'm your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. This week's guest is uh, a part two conversation, so if you haven't listened to episode 28 yet, go on back and listen to 28 to get uh, the, the first part of the conversation um, where we dive into a little bit of his uh, origin story, but uh, this is um, another podcaster in the Philly area. Uh, who I really, really enjoy. Um, I binge listen to his show uh, as I catch up. He's got 50 episodes, or he's coming up to 50. He's on 49 episodes uh, that just released this week. Uh, And I was that guest for episode 49. And it sounds like episode 50 is going to be his Philadelphia Podcast Fest episode that's happening this Sunday. Two days, guys. Two days until the Philadelphia Podcast Fest. I can't stress that enough. August 21st, 2 p.m. at Tattooed Moms. On South Street is when everything is awesome is going live. It's going to be me. It's going to be Mike as my co-host. It's going to be Garrett doing some comedy. It's going to be Orlando Barrios kicking my ass into shape. That's right. It's going to be a good time, guys. Uh, and make sure you hang out till 7 p.m. Because our guest this week, Dan Drago from the 25 O'Clock Podcast, is going to round the night out and close out the first weekend of the Philadelphia Podcast Fest. Uh, yes, so there it is. Our guest part two is Dan Drago uh, from 25 O'Clock Podcast. I adore his podcast. I hold it up there with the other ones that I really enjoy when it comes to long-form interview. I think he does it really well. Um, his, his production is... Now that I've been uh, in his underground layer, the production is, is just a fun way that it happens. Seeing how he does his show uh, is great. Seeing the the before and after now of, of how the show is recorded. Um, I'm a nerd. I'm a podcast nerd when it comes to that stuff. So it was really cool seeing that. Anyway, um, we're going to get into uh, some more Dave Matthews band. Uh, we, I, I've never talked about Dave Matthews as much as I have in the course of these three episodes, meaning episodes 28 and 29 of Everything is Awesome and episode 49 of 25 O'Clock Pod. Uh, that is um, so much Dave Matthews talks about. We also nitpick um, our our podcast pet peeves uh and we also find out that china is anti 25 o'clock podcast really weird stuff all that and more coming up right here only on everything is awesome on awesomepodcast.com oh and also follow us on twitter at real awesome pod follow me on twitter at hhwst we'll see you later uh happy Podfest week and Oh, and, oh, God, I'm sorry. Uh, before we get to the show, if you, uh, if you can make it to, it launches tonight, the Philadelphia Podcast Fest, with our good buddy Jeff Stormer from Party of One Podcast. So make sure, uh, on Frankfurt Ave is Amalgam Comics. I think I said that right. Uh, it's a coffee house and comic book shop. Um, I, I'm not going to be able to make it there, uh, unfortunately, because it's by the time I get out of work and get down to the city, he'll be halfway done his show. Uh, so I can't go out and support it, but I want all the super friends to go out to the, to Philly tonight and go support party of one podcast. They're doing a little, uh, spiritual sequel to, um, 
to, uh, I think it's episode 14, one of the best episodes of his podcast. So listen to episode 14, then go check that out. But in the meantime, let's just get on with my show, episode 29 with Dan Drago right here on Everything is Awesome on AwesomePodcast.com. Crash or Satellite, you would learn how to play both those songs. Uh, and Satellite is a rough song to learn how to play. That's a very interesting guitar pattern. I I envy uh, you know guys like you who can and, you know pick up a guitar and like figure things out or or you can even just be taught how to play and do it. I have an acoustic guitar. I can't play it. I don't know. I'm I'm also partially tone deaf. Part I'm fully tone deaf. <laughs> uh, and you know so I, I I have this desire to sit down and play and like. It's just one of those things where, like, well, I don't have time for it. I got to deal with the kids. And, like, right now, everything is awesome as my baby right now as far as, like, what I want to, like, do for fun. And uh, so it's one of those things that, like, as it's on my list of, like, all right, I want to write direct. I want to I want to go on tour with my podcast and I want to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, it's nice to have, too, in the background, even if you're not any good at it, even if you're not going to play it in public, I have found ever since I kind of came off the touring kick uh, is that I sort of fell back in love with just playing, like not with, not for an audience and not with like sort of an end game in mind, but just like sitting down and a lot of it had to do with me kind of setting up my room and having everything completely accessible. So I could just pick up and like an electric guitar, plug in through my effects and just sort of zone out. Um, I've really just fallen back in love with the aimless it, it, what it would sound like to anyone was aimless noodling, like just sort of playing and I might start to play a song that I know and go off from that and just sort of just the act of playing and sort of yeah. shutting off part of your brain and turning on the other part of your brain that like has to engage to play an instrument. Uh, I like that. I, I envision one day just like sitting around my fire pit that I'm hopefully building this year <laughs> and <like> hopefully building. <laughs> and just sitting around and being able to pick up a guitar while I'm sitting around with the kids and, and uh, probably up at that point, my, my then wife, uh, who's my fiance now, but like just kind of and just pick up the guitar and just kind of just strumming, like you said, just strumming random notes that may turn into a song. Yeah. For uh, me, it's, it's just, like an aimless tick now, too. If I sit down with a guitar, um, I don't even necessarily unless I make a the conscious decision that I'm going to play something right now, I'll just sit there and do stuff like not even scales. It's just stuff. Um, much of it useless. <laughs> no, I, 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 one of my, even though I'm not into like, uh, music, like I can't tell you any of like the current band. I probably and, and couldn't either. So, I, but I, I do love like when I, when I can see someone that's super talented playing guitar, like I, I, I'll zone out. Maybe not even be listening to the music, but be like watching the performance. Yeah. Uh, which, which is like that to me. Uh, everything, whether it's music or uh, wrestling or or writing or podcasting, it all kind of goes to like a storytelling entertainment perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know if I just it I love being entertained. I guess is is you know if you can if you can capture my imagination and and, and be good at it, uh, you you win the day because it's <laughs> it's I, I I'm not necessarily a snob because i do forgive a lot of like especially in tv and, and movies like i'll forgive a lot of bad acting and bad writing as long as your story from a to b is good yeah so if you can capture and so it's not really hard but 
it, it can be at times. It yeah. Because be, I, I do have a three episode rule with everything. So. Oh, in, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have a, a similar thing with records uh, that my my brother, Dave, actually, uh, he put words to it. I, I didn't really know what to call it. He calls it a five spins for a friend. Um, so if someone says like, oh man, you got to listen to this record. Like if, if it's, you know, it has to be a certain, it has to be the right person, but like, you know, someone who's obviously their, their opinion that you trust and whose taste that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets five spins. Uh, even if the first two spins are just like, I don't know what I'm doing. What is this? Why am I listening to this? And I've done that with a lot of bands that kind of come back around. Um, I, I thought I hated Vampire Weekend for the longest time too, until someone spun their second record for me enough times. That I was just like, wait, no, this is fantastic. Um, and now I'm just straight up fan. Like, I just think they're a great band. Um, not so much a great live band, but they're a phenomenal band on record. Uh, and I did the same thing with like the black keys where I didn't, I liked them in the beginning cause they were super, super dirty and bluesy and garagey kind of didn't like them becoming arena darlings and then went back and listened to like that kind of breakout music of theirs and realized like, Oh man, this stuff is just great. Like they're just so good at this. Like, how could I not dig this and then kind of come back around? Yeah, that's, uh, I can see that with music. Like that's how, I mean, eventually, I mean, I get like going back to Dave Matthews, man, like I've heard it so many times. I eventually, started to dig it like go get, I, you that, know. go get that luther college record though like that's no if you're starting to have a bit of a renaissance with them right there like kind of go back to the stuff stripped down and like really hear it and that's my favorite performance is a, is acoustic yeah. like he does a uh, version I, of like of of halloween on there just like just him and him and two guitars tim doesn't really make much of a peep on that record except that he plays um and just to hear him strip it down and to hear like the real the real range of his voice and like just how he can emote. Like it's easy to cast it. I, I did not think that we'd have as much of a conversation about Dave Matthews as we're having right now. <laughs> no, but like, neither did I. But it's, it's, it's easy to cast off Dave Matthews style of singing as a caricature. Cause like mm. he's, it's, it's a very unique, not particularly normal sound of singing. Um, so it's easy to kind of pass off as almost cartoony. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But when you really get down to the way he sings, you're just like, He's real, like he's incredibly talented, and he is doing some non-normal singing right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not non-normal. He he's he's engaging his tone and his this his his cadence and everything is not. It's it's not the norm. Like it's just yeah. not it's not what you hear in in stuff typically on the radio. The fact that they became like you know that they had radio hits is often amazing to me sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and they still are are like huge. Like they still continuously yeah. tour and sell out the Tweeter Center or whatever it's called now. And yeah, um, I'm a big and, fish guy too. So like that's you know that's a whole other thing right there. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's. I mean, I, I've heard of them. I, yeah. I probably and I'm sure I've heard something in the background. It, uh, but, it's. The, it's a rabbit hole that should one ever choose to fall down it, even without the age of uh, the, without the aid of psychotropic drugs. Like if you just there, that's that's a uh, that's a world with many layers that will constantly have uh, surprises for you, as as, as a, especially as a music person. Like 
mm-hmm. you know, any band that goes out and has that level of success and has been around for that long with no radio play, no MTV, uh, really not that great record sales either. Um, mm-hmm. To be able to go out and create live performances that people will come back. I've, I've been seeing Fish for almost 20 years at this point uh, since I was a teenager. Yeah. And yeah. I still get excited when I'm like that, like minute when the lights go down and they come out and everyone's sitting there and be like, what are they going to play first? What are they going to play first? Like you have yeah. no idea. Cause every show is different. Um, getting back to that whole thing where I just, I like, I like art that's challenging. And by challenging, I don't necessarily mean uncomfortable. I don't necessarily mean like, like avant, like it doesn't have to be like weirdo, like like weirdo art that like only a handful of people would want to be into. I just like stuff that is really just swinging for the fences, both arms. Uh, yeah. And if you miss, you miss. But hey, at least you tried. No, totally. That's like a, a great motto for you know any medium, whether it be music, any or- sort of undertaking, even not art, like not not even artistic undertaking, even yeah. uh, like if you want to bake a cake, man, but you think that it would taste good if you put a different thing in it like i don't yeah. know man try and maybe it sucks yeah. but the only way you're gonna find out is yeah b uh this is a friend's reference b rachel and make the meat uh the meat truffle <laughs> the, uh if if you're not a friend of uh, a fan of friends then I, you don't I, know i know there i i obviously know friends because i was definitely around for, yeah. for its heyday i just i i'm Oh, I'm, I'm, reaching, I'm, I'm reaching for the reference. I, I'm, I'm yeah. vaguely, I'm vaguely so, with it. So, and this is uh, the. I, I'm surprised we've gone this long without me showing my friends uh, fan <laughs> side. Uh, it is a Thanksgiving episode uh, where uh, Joey is living with the model because uh, Chandler had moved in with Monica, and. Ross and Joey want to go to the the models uh, Thanksgiving party, but they have to stay because for whatever reason. And uh, Rachel made the dessert, but the pages stuck together. So it was supposed to be like a some sort of uh, like truffle, chocolate truffle, but then yeah. puts meat in it. But there was like it was stuck to like a shepherd's pie oh, or something. Okay. Page. I so do there remember was, this now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was like the the pudding and the jam and then the meat and peas and mashed potatoes <laughs> and whatnot. And uh, that stands out as one of my favorite episodes of uh, of Friends. Uh, no, because make the make the meat truffle. Yeah, because I, I, I I'll try anything with meat in it. Like I would have eaten that. <laughs> it, it may taste horrible, but if it's got meat, I'm in. Uh, yeah, uh, and that's that's yes, the, the joy meat. of that's the joy of kind of doing what we do sometimes too, as as podcasters, um, is that because there's no real spotlight on you or me right now in any way. Like we've got our listeners, we've got our people who are into it, and we're always out there trying to bring in, you know, trying to bring new people into the fold, and because you know. It's more fun if if more people are into yes. it. It's not even about money or, no. or, or not anymore. Yeah, no, God, no. Um, <laughs> if it was, I would just like as I've often said, like I already have work, and so yeah. I why would I want work times two? Uh, yeah, if I'm going to spend the time, it's going to be enjoyable. Yes, I mean it's because it is quite literally a second job. I it mean, can be. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm lucky enough to where like I. I, I even though I've only done one other actual live show, my background with podcasting, a majority of it is actually live broadcasting. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, on a like, streaming like, service, like, like panel type stuff, like a bunch, like a, a few people together talking on a similar topic. Well, and, yeah, and and but like I, I we used to stream on back in the day. It was stick cam was the popular thing, but it was like a stream or or YouTube Live or whatever. Yeah. So so we would broadcast to a live audience of anywhere to you know the the low numbers of a couple hundred for the hour to like ten thousand people yeah. for the hour. And so, it's interesting too because as that is a, as that was like sort of a new medium yeah. right there, you got people who just tuned in just to see what the heck anyone yeah. was doing, just like YouTube in its early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, were and kind of posting whatever, and we were watching it. We're just like, ah, it's there. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was such a for me, it, it was just a, such a great experience to to do podcasting because. It really does. A saves me a lot of time because I will. I kind of like you mentioned earlier in the show, like where if a guest asks you to pop something out to cut something out, then you'll do it. And I'm the same way. If if something comes up and you're like, "Yo, can you not like? Can you cut out the stuff I said about the Nazis? Like, <laughs> that'd be great." Uh, and I'll I'll always say, "Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, you know, as long as I don't hit post first, like I can yeah. cut it out." Yeah, once it's um, out there, it's out there, man. Because even if yeah. I try and go back and edit it, it still went out there, and it's still a certain number yeah. of people heard it before, and then they're gonna come back and be, "Why did you change that?" And then it's embarrassing. So it's just like, yeah. let's just fix it now. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm lucky enough to where like normally it's on my show at least it's where I like I I blunder and say something about yeah like where I work and I'm like all right well I, edit point I got to cut that out. Uh, oh, I, and- I edit stupid crap that I say all the time out. You should see how many times it takes me to do an intro sometimes. Like I'll just, oh yeah I'll just I'll wipe out like four or five different things. Yep. Like, it's if you were to go back and listen to him, you would get to a point, be rolling, and be like, yeah, and the thing, and go to the thing. What the fuck? And just click, like... Do you remember on Sesame Street, the the, the Beethoven Muppet uh, who would play the piano, uh, and he yes, would yes, bang yes, his yes. head on the piano yes. when he couldn't yes. do it right? No, I can't do it. He would bang it on the piano. That's me very often in life. <laughs> no, I, I, I am the same way, because... Even though I tend to do the more uh, showmanship intro instead of kind of doing the ambush uh, intro, and then you do the the pre-recorded or the post-production yeah. in, uh, intro, the bumpers, I get yeah. yeah, I get in the habit of still doing those. <laughs> uh, so you kind of get two intros sometimes on my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but all the time, and, and a lot of times my episodes because I like to try to keep it to about. Um, in a per episode basis, no more than about 60 minutes. I figure that's a good attention span for people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I try and keep mine around there too, but sometimes it's hard to edit out that good stuff. Like sometimes it's yeah. just like, well, we're 75 minutes, but I don't care. This is good. Like, well, and, and that's it. Like if my, my, the, the mark is an hour and 15 that I'll let it go to before mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I, like, th- like our episode will split, be split into two episodes because we've officially hit the, you know, assuming we recovered 10 minutes, we've hit at least an hour and a half at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I have no problem cutting this into two 45 minute episodes yeah. and, and throwing it up because I, I've done the, let's produce a two and a half hour show. Oh, that's, that's insane. That's and insane. throw it up. And like, you're asking a lot yeah. of not even necessarily people that, you know, you're just asking a lot of strangers yes. to be like, could you spend, I won't spend two and a half hours on like. I don't know things made by people that I like, like much less just stranger. Yeah, it's it, even I. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, and even the the stuff he does when he gets to 
be over an hour and a half i'm like oh my god just i just i yeah i kind of want to listen to like these this other podcast i have so like the hour and 15 mark is like i feel like the limit and is where i'm at yeah um, yeah and and so that's when i'll start breaking things up into two episodes and that's when i have to start bring all right well now i got to record uh you know an outro bumper and an yeah. intro bumper for part two uh and then sometimes i'll throw a commercial in just to like announce something like the philadelphia podcast mm-hmm. fest and same way like i literally will hit record on my phone because i usually do those bumpers on my phone yeah um uh i'll do i'll easily it'll take me uh about 30 to 45 minutes to record a total <laughs> of 10 minutes of audio yeah uh that i still have to edit afterwards <laughs> to, to make it a little bit shorter and a little bit tighter i've tried to uh, get more streamlined on my stuff too I, I i really am and you know you you get better at it i mean I'm, I'm two years in the game at this point but i've been doing the game kind of the same way the whole time so it's been i haven't had to reinvent the wheel from week to week i'm just refining the process uh which and like I joked before when I said you were in the beginning 20s of the episodes and I joke, I said they, they get louder like because at some point someone like a good friend has said to me, they're just like, I love listening to your show. They're like, but, you know, sometimes it's a little quiet and I really got to turn, you know, I really got to turn it up. And I was just like, oh, no one's ever given me that piece of criticism before. I can make it louder. Like I can do that. Yeah, and it's you know I don't know if I even noticed that uh, in in your show because and it's weird because a lot of shows have that problem and I'm and and I never really complain about it because I all I have to do is turn it up. Yeah, but at some point you don't want to turn it up anymore. Like, yeah, and and, and my show may even have that problem. I don't I don't really know because when I listen to it, I listen to it on a volume that I'm okay with. Um, what drives me crazy, and this is where like sometimes having to forgive the quality becomes an issue for me, is when like one person ends up being super loud, and then everyone else is like normal volume, and I have to like sit there because it's yeah. literally hurting my ears to listen to it loud, but then I can't hear the other people if I turn him down at a normal volume. Yeah, yeah, and and that is a lot of times is is the product of, I mean. We can go there right now. Like I can, I can start, I can start like name checking off my nitpicks with uh, amateur podcasting, uh, with like just various. Like I have a list of things in my head that are don'ts. Like don't do it. Um, and I get asked a lot by people that I know or people who know people I know who will kind of send in my information to be like, hey, I know this friend of mine who's thinking of starting a podcast. Can they talk to you? And I'm like, absolutely, because I might be able to talk them out of it. Um, and I, I, again, and that, that, that sounds snobby. It sounds like I'm being a real dick right there. Uh, and it's very possible that that's true, but I think that just because we can do this, that this is like an available option doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be done. If I didn't have the connections into the, uh, like kind of the Philadelphia music world, like just through friends, like not even through any other, sort of careerist uh, position, just I know a lot of these cats and they yeah. know people and that's kind of how it starts. It's just like, mm-hmm. well, I've talked to people I know. Hey, who do you know? Oh, I know this guy's yeah. in a great band. Oh, I like that band. And then boom, that's how they come on. Um, but if I didn't have those connections, I don't know what I'd talk about. Like I, I wouldn't have a podcast. I couldn't imagine going on and just being another guy who's just like 
this is something new in indie rock record world that I want to talk about. I just couldn't do that. There's enough other outlets that do it way better. Then why would I yeah. try and be like, oh, it's like uh, people are like, what's your podcast? Oh, I'm kind of like Pitchfork Media. I'd be like, yeah, Pitchfork Media exists, and there's a lot of money and quality behind their sort of media empire right there. Why would I try and be that? Why would I try and be All Songs Considered? All Songs Considered exists um, and is done really, really well. Um so to me, it's always point of view. Like, you need to have an interesting thing, and that's where kind of going regional, like what you and I do a lot of the times, yeah. is so important. It's so funny that we can be reached by literally anyone in the world who has internet and access to our stuff. No one in China, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, and, <laughs> and I know that for a fact. Sorry. And I know that for a fact because when my father would uh, travel on business, he'd be like, yeah, well, I couldn't get this week's episode because I was traveling. I was like, oh, you're in China again? He goes, yep, they won't let oh, me wow. have your podcast in China. I was like, Really? They, if, well, they won't let them have really a whole Any, lot of Western media. Yeah, yeah. okay, that makes so sense. It's it's yeah. not personal, I, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's um, just your podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but as far as I know, everything is awesome is in China. That's every, all I know. Every other podcast in the world is in China except mine. They're just like not this guy. We don't we don't like him. We're um, gonna boot, boot him out of our country. But uh, just because we can do it. Was I saying? Just because we can't do it doesn't mean it needs to be done. And the cool thing to do with this is like, kind of like, it harkens back like to the old like 1980s and 90s zine culture where mm -hmm. you would write about like bands in your town and you would write about bands that came through your town and that was about it. Like, if if Black Flag wasn't playing in your town, like you might write about what you think about the new Black Flag seven inch, but like you wouldn't do it all the time because there would be more pertinent things to be writing about in your in your sort of local area. Uh, and I feel that can really work for podcasting too. I think I think some of the more successful podcasts that aren't, you know, from a national, you know, from some sort of national media conglomerate yeah. um, are things that kind of just focus on like your your neighborhood almost, like your particular community, because there aren't a lot of people doing podcasts about sort of this, like, you know, Northeast mid Atlantic, uh, podcasters, like, like what you're yeah. doing. And there aren't a lot of people who are doing podcasts about the types of musicians that I do my show on. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think after two years, I would have figured it out if there was yeah. someone else also doing what I do. Uh, I think, you know, at some point we would have had a rumble in the park or something, but yeah, I, I mean, I just assume one day that it's going to be in, in the four corners of, of love park. Everything is awesome. 25 o'clock. Uh, this feels terrible girl on guy. And we're going to go in a rumble for the Supreme long form interview podcast. No, nah, no, nah, I, I, I don't, I don't need to fight with them. And I, and I, I still think it's, I still think it's Mark Marin's WTF. I think he, oh, yeah. he, he broke the mold. He came up with the, he didn't come up with it. He just did it in his particular way. And I'm not going to lie and say that he is not an influence to me. He's a massive influence to me. I've been listening to him for years to a point that I feel like I know him really, really well and probably do to a point. Um, because he puts a lot of himself out there, but that was a that was a line I was going to draw for myself right there. Not that I was going to keep myself completely off limits, but that I wasn't going to quite go to the level that uh, that that he did. But that's his style of comedy, that very confessional style of performance, um, and it's not mine. But but he's a huge influence, and I you know I am I feel like I'm a better person and a richer person and a more aware person 
just having listened to him for all the years that I've listened to him. And shockingly enough, I don't like. I've never listened to one of his podcasts. And I really should just yeah. find a guest that you like. He's had about yeah. six hundred of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no reason that I have not listened to it. He had Kevin you know, Smith on back in the three hundreds. You should listen to that one. That's a great episode. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's been a few people that I know he's had on that I've wanted to listen to, um, and it's. It's you know back in the day I wasn't doing long form interview podcasts so like if I, I at most I think back in the day I was listening to Girl on Guy and that's even only going back probably two and a half three years uh, and I don't think Kev Smith started that you know format uh, until more, a little bit more recently mm-hmm. so I only started listening to it. Uh, from you know, I listened to Girl and Guy because I found it from Smodcast when when he was doing like guest spots because Scott Mosier was out doing whatever. I was like, oh, Girl and Guy, and the same thing with um, This Feels Terrible with Aaron McGathy. I just kind of found it because she was on Harmontown, and then I I just fell in love with you know this format of long form interview slash conversation. Oh, you can really get a lot done in it too. Like, I mean. The problem is sometimes you'll you'll get into a conversation, you'll get thirty five minutes in, and you'll just be like, I think I think we're gonna be done in a minute. Um yeah. which thankfully hasn't happened to me yet, where like I've had someone in the room and been like, Oh crap, what am I gonna do for the for, for the next thirty minutes? Um I'm usually I pick my guests as carefully mm-hmm. as I can, um to just make sure they're like, look, can we sustain a conversation for 60 minutes? Uh, And usually the answer is yes. People love talking about themselves. I'm having a blast right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, that's exactly it. You give the someone the opportunity to talk about themselves. They're usually going to take it. And I've, I think, and not even on this show, I think I've had um, one, uh, one guest where like it was like, maybe only scheduled for 20 minutes and it was like a struggle to get the 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and it's something that I tell on this show all the time on this long form interview show is that I'm a terrible interviewer. Like I, I am that guy that will have, if I prepare a list of questions, I'll say, all right, uh, Dan, uh, how'd you get started? And you'll, you'll answer your question. I, I won't feed off that answer at all. I'll just go to question number two. Question two. Yes. I, I am a terrible interviewer, but I'm really good at having a conversation. Yeah. At least I think I am. Do you have anything uh, else still on the paper that you haven't uh, you haven't gotten to yet that you want to get I, to? Uh, I'll tell you what's in front of me. I have KFC with barbecue sauce. Like I have a box with barbecue sauce. I wasn't kidding about the KFC. Here. All right. You, you somehow <laughs> managed to go off and get it without a... Uh... I, I, my fiance call, uh, sent me a text when we first started. She said, kfc and i said absolutely yeah, and uh, every time you see my little microphone go red on the on the zencaster yeah. screen i'm taking a bite of a potato wedge because <laughs> <laughs> it's really yeah. crunchy yeah. yeah just interrupting the show for one quick moment so i can let you guys know that you're listening to this episode with dan drago but guess what if you flip over to 25oclockpod.com you can listen to episode 49 of his podcast and hear me be a guest on his show that's right i don't think we timed it like this uh, on purpose but there's some crossover synergy this week with everything is awesome and 25 o'clock podcast that's right so uh you're gonna get dan drago on everything is awesome for uh, today and on friday and while you're waiting for friday's episode you can head on over 25 o'clockpod.com and listen to me 
do the chatting thing. Thanks, Dan, for having me on your show. It was a whole lot of fun. And also having you on my show was a lot of fun. So thank you for doing that as well. Uh, and just as a reminder to everybody, we're both going to be at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. We're both going to be there on August 21st. So you might as well make a whole day of it. That's this Sunday. That's just in a couple days from now. So come on out if you're in the area uh, to Tattooed Moms on South Street in Philadelphia. I'll be on at 2 p.m. with Everything is Awesome. And Dan will be on at 7 p.m. to round out the night. Just hang out. I'm going to be there all all day. I'm going to get there uh, before the first show at 1 o'clock. I'm going to hang out until Dan's done doing his thing. So I'm going to be there to support uh, the podcast fest for the day. I'm going to hang out. Uh, so if you want to come hang out with some cool Philly podcasters, that's where we'll be. Back to the show. And that was my the, the my biggest um, fault in the years, all my years of podcasting was, you know, I always usually have a beer around me when I'm podcasting, which means there's always usually food somewhere around. Yeah. And it, like the big no-no on a microphone is you don't eat on mic. No, you shouldn't even really drink on mic either. Although I drink, I drink a lot of water while I'm, uh, while I'm doing it. My, my bottle is empty at this point. Yeah. I, I uh, the other night I had to go to water cause I was just too, I already felt dehydrated and I did to, to drink beer. But I'll drink, I like, also one did a show on the mic, maybe with someone, but I typically don't go more than that because I got to be on. If it loosens them up, that's great. But like, um, I'm usually trying to oh. keep it pretty, pretty tight on, on my end. Yeah, I am. I, um, I my first show was called Happy Hour with Steel Tip. And, and the premise was we're going to drink a new beer every week. So well, that's beer is. Yeah. Be, yeah. It was, you know, it was such a cool idea that never panned out. <laughs> Um, and, like we did drink a new beer every week for, but the show only lasted eighteen weeks. That's eighteen um, beers. That's 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 respectable. And, <laughs> and, and, well, and I mean, uh, uh, there was probably multiple weeks of of lager and and whatever else. Because this is what we have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it very quickly turned away from that, and even when I eventually relaunched that show as Simply Happy Hour, I never. It was just uh, we're gonna drink beer. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Um, I've always kind of said like for like a YouTube show, I would want to do a, a show like man versus food, except it would be me drinking whatever like the house drink was, uh, and just go around to a bunch of different places to, to drink it and, and talk about it. But, um, what I, that kind of, that dream faulted when I had kids four and a half years ago. Yeah. And it's, you know, as as interesting as one thinks it is to for people to watch you drink, um, <laughs> it's. I, I mean, I will say this for myself. I'm. I would not be an interesting person to watch drink. It'd be like, what is that? It's scotch. What are you doing? I'm going to drink it, and then when I'm done, I'm going to have another one. It's a very. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his face from uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, 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 Ron, Ron Swanson is like this is. This is an 18 year Lagavulin, and I'm going to drink it slowly and sit in silence. Like that's pretty much how how I. That I is a drink. spot on impression. Yeah, I, and I'm not. I've never really watched the show. I just know what he sounds like. He's and he's at time. On. My I, I can't believe I forgot his name for a second. I'm like I love that guy. Um, not him with the the him and his obsession with with uh, Lagavulin is uh, is is huge for me. because I'm, I'm just like I know what that is. Um, but the idea of like making other people watch me drink and then making people watch me after I've had drinks, I'm just like, I, I, I sound like an asshole. Like, why would I, number one, why would I even want to see that again? 
And then why would I want to make other people see it? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just my, my, my opinion about myself. But getting kind of back to the what we were talking about, one of my no-nos in, uh, in podcasting is if you have to have a panel, and, you know, when I say panel, I mean, like, more than three. Uh, if you've got more than three people happening and then alcohol becomes a part of it, uh, just turn the tape off after 30 minutes. Just turn it off because no one is going to say you're just going to get louder, yeah. uh, more incoherent, and no one's going to want to listen to it. I was on a podcast once in a band. This was years ago where we all proceeded to get drunker as the podcast went on. And like to the point where like later, like I told the guy, he put it out and I wasn't going to tell him to take it back. But I was just like, if ever you want to edit out the last 30 minutes of that podcast, I said, <laughs> I would appreciate that very much. Um, I don't know if it's still out there or not, and I'm not going to give anyone information to find it. <laughs> no one's going to find it. No. We're not going to give that out. No. Uh, but uh, that, but that's the whole thing. Is just like at some point it becomes self-indulgent, and you're just like with your buddies, and that's great. But like it's, yeah. I don't need to be with my buddies and, and, be on, and be on mic. Like that's kind of my, my thought sometimes. And like I don't know who wants to listen to that. No, uh, yeah, I, I have a problem with, uh, you know, I used to be of this mindset because the first show I did was four guys on a mic. And so for Doesn't the longest time. Does that sound like time, a headache right now when you think about it? it yes, <laughs> it, it was awful. Like, that's that's why it eventually dwindled down to two is the perfect number. Like, two is great. I'll do three. I'll do two guests. Uh, I try not to, but then when it happens, mm -hmm. it's usually great. And like, yeah. I, you're going to get to an episode as, as you roll through in the thirties, uh, with a guy named Ben Tufts and a woman named Jackie Francis. Uh, and the original scope of that interview was just going to be Ben. Uh, I, he's a DC musician. He's a drummer, um, who I knew through other DC musicians from touring. Um, but he came in and he brought one of the other girls who was, uh, like in the, that touring band with him. And like, she and I are like the best of friends on Facebook. Like we just, we talk all the time and I'm so glad that I didn't like try and have rules in that sense and be like, no, I only do one at a time and I won't even entertain this idea. I was just like, well, you're here. Yeah, let's let's give it a shot. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I just had my first episode with two guests on uh, just the other day. I uh, get the boys from Dissecting the 80s um, who will be at the, yeah, the second weekend. Yeah, I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and see as many people as I can during that weekend. I do work yeah. uh, during the weekends pretty often. So like sometimes it can it can be problematic. But like, you know, if people are still kicking around tattooed moms in the evening, I will definitely uh, show up for, for the for the camaraderie. Yeah, no, I'm going to be, um, like I said, I think uh, I will probably be, whenever Tattooed Moms opens on the, the 21st, yeah. I'll end up being there probably around noon uh, to, to help prep. Well, I don't, I, see, and, and this is where you have the more experience. I, I haven't been part of the podcast fest, so I, I, I've been sending uh, the guys that, that run it uh, questions like, you know, uh, what do I need to, like, do I need to bring anything, blah, 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 blah. And, um, like so far it's like all pretty smooth sailing. It sounds like it's going to be. And, uh, because this is going to be out before the actual day that, that we go live, I'm not going to give too much away, <laughs> but I think I'm planning a very show showy, like 
intro. Ah, <laughs> uh, for, because, like, for 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 uh, for an audio medium, which is yes. very important oh. to do. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I, I, I'm the king of doing, uh, doing sight, that. sight gag on on the radio. Yeah. Yes, uh, and I. Um, because I was me and my buddy were talking about and like we found the format that we want to do, which at this point I've probably already announced. So we're we're doing more of like a, a late night type of feel, like a late oh, night so show like panel. You've got guests and like yeah. you'll have a series of like two or three guests, and you'll kind yep. of bring them on one at a time. Will they continue to sit up there when the other one comes on? It depends on on who I book. So there's going to be two guests, uh, and I know one of them who who's so so the way we're and it's actually not even the second guy's not even a true guest. We are going to talk to him for a little bit at the end, but I'm doing because it's only an hour. Yeah, we're we're doing like the monologue, of course, and then we're gonna, we have we have a little something planned. Uh, for like a bit and then we're gonna have like our hopefully i'm I'm still i'm still trying to lock in that main guest that first yeah. guest but I, my my stand-up buddy said i was like you know i really like we're doing a late night thing and it's you know it's not really a venue where i i, th- I think i can get a musician in there but like oh i'm definitely like, gonna try like that's that's like the whole uh, point of the show is that especially a live show for me but, at least i have to have so, someone Yes, but my mindset if thinking a musician is late night show where you have like a full band. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you like, can just get a singer songwriter, you can get somebody who can strip it down. That's what I do and can, that's, can't really do full band down here, although I have done it yeah. once. Yeah, that is um for future live shows cuz now now hopefully this leads into me. I would love to do this like every other month. Like that's the dream, like is doing a live version of the show on a somewhat regular yeah. basis. Well, if you find a venue for it, man, I'm I'm on board. Uh Oh god, I, I, yeah, been, I would I'd love. Interesting. I I'd be interested to kind of get almost like in in the style of like, you know, like the once a month cabaret type variety shows that have kind of come back into vogue yeah. over the last several years, which I love. Like I think that's great. I love that style of entertainment right there. But if you find yeah. a venue and find someone, uh, I'm gonna put it all on you, really. Uh, <laughs> if 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 you find a venue and do all the work, uh, I'll, yeah, sh- I'll show up and look cool. Like fair. I'm, I'm that's happy. Fair. That's fair. I'm happy to do that. That's fair. I know. I would love. That is to not do fair something at all. Like- Stop saying that. That's fair. <laughs> I, I would love to find a venue where it is like you have like two or three podcasts, like mm-hmm. make it a three hour night. That's not, you know, for a night out, that's not like too much time to yeah. ask people and just do like a fun little night where you, Hey, you're getting three shows for the price of one. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be a good time. And, and I, so I'll keep that. Yeah. Have stripped down musician. It would totally a hundred percent make sense for that. And ending segment, but for this show, we're going with a stand up comedian. Oh, great. Great. Um, who at this point we've already announced is is uh, Garrett Smith, uh, my buddy. He'll be doing like a five minute set, and then we'll sit down and talk with him at the end of the show. And um, also, by the time this airs, we are we've announced who the main guest is. Oh, okay. At the time of recording, we're still trying to book that main guest. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I, uh, I don't know who I'm going to have on. It's something I suppose I better figure out damn quick. Yeah, well, I know who I want. It's just a matter of will they say yes. Oh, I don't even know who I want. I may just go to the well. Um, it's the joy of having as many episodes. I may just go to the well. Um, well, and and that may end up being uh, what we do. We may we may end up having to do something like that. But, um, I you know, I getting... 
Aaron McGathy is, was great uh, for me just because it was like, a, you know, just a bucket list item for this podcast. Uh, but it also is bad because now I'm like, well, I clearly can ask anyone to do, do the show and they're going to say yes. I mean, you can ask anyone. That's the yeah. one thing I've learned in doing this uh, is that it never hurts to ask. And the worst thing is that someone says, no, thank you. Um, I was trying. So you've uh, so back on episode 20. Uh, I had a guy on named Joe Reinhardt, uh, who, yes, who plays one of guitar, my favorites. Who plays guitar for the band Hopalong, uh, who are just phenomenal and who are just continue to blow up and blow up. And sometimes I would roll my eyes at a band that does that, but I they're fully deserving of every accolade that they get right now. But his their their front woman, uh, her name is Frances. Um, I am just absolutely taken by her voice, and I think that she's an amazing front woman and I wanted to talk to her. So I went through the normal channels, you know, I went through their press department and all that. And after a few an- uh, emails of batting back and forth, uh, I got just a, a very polite email being like, you know, we're not looking to do this at this time. Um, thanks for being interested. And that was the email. So I shot back. So I, I you know, there's a little rejection right there. You're just like, okay, you know, but I shot back an email real quick being like, Hey, thank Thanks for even reaching out to me to yeah. tell me no. Like, I appreciate that. You guys you guys seem like a class act. If you ever change your mind or anything ever changes, I said, you know, the I, I just left. I said, the door is always open, and I left it. Got a little note back from them being like, hey, thanks for being cool. Um, so in that, you know, when I was younger, I might have just gotten pissed off and been like, yeah. ah, they don't want a thing. They're not, you know, they're not interested, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... No, I get it because I have a lot more of an understanding of kind of what they're trying to do on their end as well. Um, but my whole point to that is that you never know who you're going to get mm-hmm. until you ask. And I didn't even think I would get Joe Reinhardt on the show. He's a he produces records too. He produced uh, the Modern Baseball record that came out this year. That's really good. Um, he's produced a bunch of really great indie rock bands for like proper you know proper labels and everything and i'll tell you what that that episode for whatever reason was was one of the favorites that i listened to and it's probably where right around where i'm at i think i i the podcast fest part one is after that uh, or shortly after that yeah. and that's i think where i left off um but the joe reinhardt episode i, I don't know if it was because it was a really great interview or I swear that name is familiar to me. Like when I saw it on, uh, on, on my, the, the feed, I was like, Joe Reinhardt. Did you go to Drexel? No, okay. I didn't. No, I, I'm a college dropout. That's okay. how success. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, found success. You could have gone but, and then dropped out like that. That, yeah, that could have no. been a thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, I went to good old Bucks County Community College for a little bit and then dropped out. But no, I, yeah, I didn't go to Trexel. And, and I I don't I don't know if he I feel like did, did he say in the interview he was from the Yardley area? Yeah. Yeah. And he used to be in a band called uh, they're called like uh, Algernon Cadwalder or something like that. They're like like an emo band from like the, the mid to the early mid 2000s. Yeah, I, I, I feel like. Because I, I I'm from Lovettown uh, mm-hmm. and I, I so so very close to Yardley. And you I, guys are really close in age too. So. Yeah, I I don't know if I, I feel like maybe if he lived in Yardley, he went to my high school. So I I guess that's where I know the name. But I'm like I, like that episode has always fascinated me. I'm like why the f- why the hell do I know his name? Yeah. Like 
He's a cool uh, dude. I, I love yeah. running into him now, uh, too, because he's incredibly tall, so I can see him coming yeah. from across the room. <laughs> um, and it's funny because, like, you know, some people I have on the show and then I never really talk to them again uh, for no other reason, and that's just how life works. Uh, but uh, for him, every time I run into him in the world, uh, he's just always seems to be super, like, super stoked to see me. And I'm just like... Ah, cool, man. Like, he's an awesome dude. He's a great guitar player and a really great producer. Uh, again, did not think I could have him on the show. Thought he was out of my league. Uh, got his email from a friend of mine who had worked with him uh, on a record and sent an email out. And within like a week of me making the initial contact, he was on the show. Um, sometimes, cool. sometimes it works that way. Sometimes you just, boom, can make it happen. And sometimes, you know, it takes four months to, you know, get yeah get it together <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah i'm, I, I'm still I, trying to get uh there's a guitar maker in philadelphia named chris depinto who has a shop called depinto's up on uh gerard uh and he and okay. i were going back and forth uh email wise um got almost a year ago and we just couldn't oh, wow. nail a date down so the email just sort of fizzled out um but every once in a while, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, I should really hit Chris up again and sort of start this again. I, I don't think that he would be put off by it at all. I think he'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's give it a try now because it just schedule wise, it just didn't seem to be happening a year ago. But, you know, a lot changes in a year so. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I think I had a guy who uh, one of my, I think uh, eight episode. I don't know. In, in the teens, uh, Ace Marrero, uh, who's an actor out west. Um, we literally have been talking about doing an interview, uh, for a different show, like three years ago. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. like it, fi- it finally happened. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, so yeah, I'm sending the emails out now and, and like, all right, I still have time before I, like, we have to have someone in. So I'm taking my time being patient, using social media, uh, as a first resource. And yeah. if I can't, if I can't get them through that, uh, well, my first action is always like going to their website and finding contact info there, then social media, then digging a little bit harder, but, um, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we're doing like a little bit of a late night thing, uh, that I'm like, when my buddy suggested it to me, I was like, that, that makes so much mm-hmm. sense. Like five years ago, I said, I would love to find a way to do like a late night show in new media. Like I, and I just never did it. So this is like, like, a dream come true almost like being able to to do like a late night format uh live in front of a studio audience yeah. i guess no it is it, it is fun it is fun especially if everyone's if everyone's into it and everyone's pretty attentive and based on my experience last year everyone who's in the room is pretty attentive uh everyone's into it um i i will say that they do uh, the the best way to uh, endear an audience towards you is to involve them. So any oh, yeah, way that yeah. you can involve yeah. them, definitely definitely do that. Yeah. I do that the best well, I can, but I'm still very much talking to a guest up there. Yeah. So, well, so nine years ago, the way we did that is we had a habanero pepper eating contest. Um, there you go. That's a thing. Uh, we're not, I, I can't put my body through that again. So. No, please don't. But you could get someone else to do it. I guarantee you. No, no we have some we have some cool things planned that, I, um, that I'm not sure if we're announcing ahead of time or not. So I'm not going to say it here. But we do have some cool things planned that is going to get the audience involved. There may be prizes involved. I don't know. Uh, and it's going to be – I'm really excited. It's, it's going to be a fun time. Um, so make sure to kind of round out this interview. Mm-hmm. Um, a – most important thing is make sure you check out 25 o'clock on the interwebs. Go ahead and give your plugs. Oh, it's uh, it's 25 o'clockpod.com. 
that's the uh, that's the home, the internet home, um, and you can do everything there. All my archives are up there. There's no paywall on anything. Um, everything's free. You can download everything going all the way back to episode one. Um, and you can join the mailing list. I send an email out every couple of weeks um, to sort of announce. Send one out with every episode, right? Yeah, with every episode. Um, I get I get a little more, I expose a little more of me in the email than I probably do in any other way. Uh, that's just because yeah. uh, I do. And for the people who, for the people who hang out or actually join the email list, I used to, the email list and the blog post used to be one and the same. And uh, a few months ago, I stopped that and decided that the the blog post for the episode was going to be a tight little paragraph about what was going on in the episode. And that the email was going to be a little more for the people who are really, you know, for the people who are in enough that they yeah. want to get the email. Um, and I get the analytics and people do read it. So that's nice. Um, yeah, I think I have a list of, I, I have them all saved for when I catch up to those episodes <laughs> from whenever I signed up. Well, up to a certain point, the uh, blog post and the email are exactly the same. Um, up to really not that long ago. And uh, yeah, no, uh, I, re- I remember reading the newsletter that announced that change. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. Right up in the top. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I, you know, and sometimes I get feisty in those emails where I just like something is bugging me and I just want to rail about it a little bit. Um, but I try and keep it tight. And like I said, I only send it every couple of weeks. So, you know, you, yeah. I'm not blowing up your mailbox. Uh, and then there's Too also a, yeah, there's also a whole links page on there on, on 25oclockpod.com that I call uh, the friends and neighbors. And that's basically anyone and everyone who's ever had anything to do with the show. If I've played their band, if they've been a guest, um, there's a link on there where you can check out more stuff. And it's mostly in order. So, like, if you jump back down to the bottom of the page, you'd have the earlier guests as yeah, yeah. up at the top. Uh, what else about 25oclockpod.com? That's, that's it, really. I'm on, the, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. Um, the episodes are all up on YouTube now. That's been a feature through, oh. through Libsyn that I was able to, uh, to use. Um, I'm in the process of sort of corralling them all into a playlist so that, you know, one could just save the playlist if that was how you wanted to listen to it. Um, but they're, they've got little hits on them. So I, I guess people are finding them or else thinking there's something else completely and listening to five seconds of it. It's always, that's whenever I see podcasts go up on there that aren't video podcasts, it's, I guess that's where they're coming from. Lipson It's always, I'm like, that's a weird place to like, Play yeah, but it's 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 a place I could put it with with literally no effort on my yeah, part. Like totally. uh, same thing with Google Play. Like I, I'm up on yeah. there somewhere, I think, yeah. and I'm I'm on iTunes as well. Uh, just search Twenty Five O'clock Podcast. Um, I'm out there on 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 the web. I don't. I could probably do a lot better job, sort of cultivating an an online presence. But uh, I'm only one it's man. Hard. I'm only one yeah. man, and I'm one man with sort of a general disdain for social media anyway. So, <laughs> like, I engage, but like fairly reticently, and often mm-hmm. with uh with with a bit of snark. Uh, going in the background. I've often said that if I had never been in a band, I probably would be like that guy you know who doesn't have a Facebook page. That would be me. Yeah, I'm not. A, I I don't. I'm not huge. I'm bad at Facebook. Twitter's. I'm a, I'm a fan of Twitter. Twitter's like a great place for me to just go and throw little things out there. Yeah, yeah. It's more uh, concise and focused. Yeah. I never got a Twitter until I started the podcast. So, yeah. Um, 
I've I've Facebook for me has turned into like a place to like throw up family photos and stuff. It's turned uh, into a place for me lately where I just kind of want to die. But you know, <laughs> I I you know I mean everyone who's out there, it's so odd to like if I were to base what is actually going on in the world uh, with my Facebook feed, uh, <laughs> I would, yeah. I, I would probably try and burn this place to the ground. I, I really yeah. would. There's a, no, there's a great, there's a great Robin Hitchcock quote. Uh, he's a, sing, a British singer songwriter from the, from the seventies to now um, from the eighties to now. Uh, and he basically says that like, as a, as a human animal, uh, he's quite happy just, you know, with the general sensory, uh, aspects of life of eating and living and being outside and, you know, stuff like that. But as a thinking person, he, he generally just wants to die. Um, and that's pretty much how I am a lot of the time. Huh. Like as a, I love life. I love eating. I love scotch. I, I sound like Ron Burgundy, <laughs> um, uh, but you know, and I like being with my wife. I like hanging out with my friends. I like going outside. I like swimming. I like, you know, listening to music and watching bands, um, all that sensory input stuff. I'm into it. I love to be alive, but if I have to think about it too much, I, I'll, I'll, I'll crawl in bed and never come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but the way you feel about Facebook is how like I feel about Snapchat, which is like the new big one. And like, I like, I, that's where I know I'm officially getting old now because like I, I that's where I get my old man glasses on and say, oh, Snapchat, uh, what is this whippersnapper social media? The only it? thing I use that for is so my brother can send me quick little videos of my, uh, of my, of my one-year-old nephew. Um, okay. that I dig I've kind of, cause we don't live in this, we don't live, uh, in the same place. Um, it's been kind of cool to, and I've seen, you know, I see him so sporadically uh, throughout the year it's cool to kind of watch watch him kind of become from a baby into slowly becoming a an yeah. almost walking baby now where yeah, yeah, like yeah. if without Snapchat I wouldn't have really seen this stuff happen. Um we yeah. also Gchat too, which is great. Um yeah. but like it's cool to get these little and it's cool like throughout my day, throughout like just the regular, you know, uh daily life to get these little 15 second videos of a child just like flopping around in the grass. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I can't really reciprocate and send him videos. I, I send him videos of the things I do because I don't have a kid. Um, I'm like, <laughs> like I'll send him like, Hey, we jumped the train to New York for, for, for the weekend. Uh, here's New York city. Cause we can, um, you know, yeah. That, that's what I said him Snapchat so. <laughs> yeah, of how you can live life to the yeah, fullest because like, you're not like, held back by kids. Like, check out this wine that I got. <laughs> la la la. I have money for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, it's uh it's yeah, kids suck everything out of you. But yeah. they're awesome. I, I I I get that and who knows maybe one day uh maybe one day I'll I'll take the jump. Well, I mean I will take the jump as as well, but right now uh like I said as a as a human, I'm as a as a sensory human. Uh, I'm I'm quite happy with the way things are. <laughs> one, one of my favorite things that and well, this will be one of the last things we talk about before yeah, I wrap up sure. uh, is when whenever my son gets into the mood of wanting to come out to the shed and like talk on the mic. That's oh, one does, of my. Does fa- he dig the mic? 
Yeah, yeah, he has. He actually has one of the microphones that I had, one of my cheap Radio Shack ones yeah. in the room, uh, in his bedroom. You're creating a uh, monster already. Man. Oh yeah, we we have, uh, and they actually are probably airing around when this airs. Uh, I I was convinced to finally put up the. Th- I think we recorded three episodes, like three five minute episodes of this thing called Kid Chat. Oh cool. And uh, where like I just he talks about a topic and and he enters the show with some guidance and he outers the show with some guidance and. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's now it's too hot to come out here, even at like seven p.m. But um, it, yeah, like in the fall and spring, we try to I try to bring him out here as much as possible for us to like sit down and, and just record a podcast together. It's 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 one of the coolest experiences that yeah. I, I've had in podcasting. Oh, that's great! That's great. Good for you. Yeah, so uh, that's basically creating a little mi- someone because my fiance, she, if I start talking to her and it lasts more than three sentences, she gets very angry with me and says, "You can whatever you need to say. I don't, I don't care anymore." Uh, so cast her like, like no, just in general, like okay. if I if. Yeah, yeah, no, no. She supports me doing the podcast. She does not you support want to talk. me. Yeah, she uh, because I, as everyone knows, I'm a very long-winded talker, and uh, yeah. uh, that that happens in the house too. So, um, and the kids take after me in that aspect, and she hates every minute of it. Oh, that's great. Three of us, the three of us, are just talking, 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 and talking to her, and she just looks at us. I just, I want two minutes of silence. Just please shut up. Uh, it's wonderful. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, make sure you check out, as I said, uh, August 21st, uh, 2016, 2 p.m. You can check out my live show, uh, Everything is Awesome, at Tattooed Moms. But stay for the whole day because you'll end the night with a very, a much more talented talk show, uh, 25 o'clock, with Dan uh, Drago. Yes, and afterwards we'll go drinking. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I plan on hanging out for the night. Yeah, uh, and then um, I, I'm going to try to check uh, check out some stuff on Saturday at uh, at the comic book shop. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the second weekend is I'm really busy. I'm going to try to. Get, there's one podcast that I really want to try to catch, but I don't know if I uh, if if uh, the kid life will allow me. Yeah, to. yeah. No, I get that. I don't know if the work life will allow me to. But I'm I'm in for the I'm in for the part that I said I was in for. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. Uh, check out that whole day plus a little sum uh, after that but uh, thank you for being on the show Uh, it took us a couple weeks a couple months but we finally did it yeah Um, and uh, you know anytime I I guess at this point we'll just be sitting around bullshitting but anytime you want to just you know waste two hours (laughs) uh, of your life we can totally do it on everything is awesome you can you can I could have been watching a film that I wasn't paying attention to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to always, if anyone wants to kind of lowbrow it, uh, this is the show to do it at. Like, you can just come, I don't you know, can slum it. Lowbrow. I don't think it's <laughs> slumming. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's for someone, for like myself, for someone who talks to other people, um, but very much puts the focus on them, it's nice every once in a while to have yeah, it kind of turn turned on you for for what that's worth i can't say i do it all the time i would probably start to get sick of myself but um you know i uh if i 
if I could be a guest on a uh, podcast a week, a- in addition to what I'm doing now, I would do it. I I am that guy that's like I just want to hear myself all the time. Uh, I do I, too, <laughs> and then I recognize that as not being entirely healthy sometimes. So. Yeah, no. Well, and th- so there's a good reason why I, the kids rein me in because I, I that's have good. to. Uh, that's good. Pay attention to them. Way to go, uh, kids. Uh, good job, kids. Yeah. No, yeah, they know how to keep me in check. They know, like, they know when I talk too much too. Even they get bothered by it sometimes. Great. Uh, okay, so make sure you check out what twenty five o'clock pod dot com. Clock pod dot com. That's correct. Check that out. Check out phillypodfest.com dot uh, com for the s- official schedule of the Philadelphia Podcast Fest two thousand sixteen the fourth annual if i i read the website correctly um, yeah I, I can't remember third or fourth yeah it's the second year i've been involved so yeah so and it's 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 going to be uh, the lineup is there's a lot of podcasts that i've listened that i listen to now that are from that, that are going to be here uh, at the podcast fest uh so we're in great company uh if you're a fan of podcasts you got to come out and check out at least a day or two over the the four five days that they're doing it uh it's gonna be a lot of fun uh and and uh you'll yeah you'll have a good time and at the at worst case you get to have some beers with good with with friends yeah tattoo moms is a great establishment it's a south it's it's a south street uh legend uh yeah. t- tattooed mom yeah so. i i'm really excited to really play that up because i'm that guy i'm the mick foley of podcasting <laughs> Uh, so you have a sock on your hand, like? Well, no, I just do the cheap pops. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I should have. I should bring Mister Sacco. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, make sure you check out uh, this show on Twitter at Real Awesome Pod. You can check me out on Twitter, which is where I usually do all my tweeting at H H W S T. And of course, you can find this show on the interwebs at uh, AwesomePodcast.com. Thanks for being on the show, Dan, and thanks to everyone, all the super friends for listening. We'll see you next time right here on awesomepodcast.com.